Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sicha from Lakota Sichas, Chelikur Gimel, Parshas Nosei, Sicha Beis. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's Parsha, at the very end, in the last Pasuk, we learn how Hashem spoke to Moshe in the Oil Maid, and we learn two teachings of Rashi. And there are four parts in the sicha. The Rebbe number one, explain the simple meaning of the two teachings of Rashi. Number two, ask four questions on Rashi. Number three, answer the questions. And number four, present the Yenish Altera and Hayra from Rashi. On the Pasuk, which this is the very last Pasuk in our Parsha, of Ubevoi Moishel Oil Moed, and when Moshe came to the Oil Moed, Ledaber Itay, for Hashem to talk to him, Vayishmas Akel Medaber Elov, he heard the Kel, the voice talking to him, May Allah Kaperis Asher Alarena Edus, from upon the Kaperis, which was the cover on the Arena Edus, Me Bain Shnea Kruvim, from between the two Kruvim, Vayedaber Elov, and the and Hashem spoke to him. So Rashi explains on the two very last words, Vayedaber Elov, that it's Lamaitis Aaron Menadibris. It's to exclude Aaron from the Dibris, that it was Elov to Moshe and not to Aaron. Now, simply the intent of Rashi over here is that the words Vayedaber Elov are seemingly extra because it already says beforehand in the Pasuk, Midaber Elov. So why does it say again, Vayedaber Elov? And therefore Rashi explains that the Pasuk repeats it, and it says Vayedaber Elov at the end, in order to emphasize that the Dibber was specifically a love to Moshe and not to Aaron. After Rashi explains the words Vayedaber Elov, he quotes the words from earlier on in the Pasuk, Vayishma Esakel, and he explains, Yachol Kol Namach, you would think it's a Kol Namach, a low Kol, not a very loud Kol. Talmud Leimar, the Pasuk tells us, Es Hakel, and we'll see what we learn from the word Hakel. Rashi says, Talmud Leimar, Es Hakel, the Pasuk says, Es Hakel, it teaches us that, Hu Hakel Shenidbar Imay Bisinai, this is the Kol that spoke to him by Sinai, which was not a Kol Namach, it was a Kol Gadol, it was a great Kol. And then Rashi continues, Pesach, when the Kail reached the Pesach, the opening of the oil Mayad, Hayanifsika would stop, and it did not go outside of the oil. Now simply the intent of Rashi is that the word Hakail with a Hayadiyah, which means it's the known Kail. So Rashi is telling us, since it says Hakail with a Hayadiyah, it teaches us that it's the Kail that's already known. Because that's what it means when it says Hakel, the one that's already known, which is the one that spoke to Moshe by Sinai. And this was certainly a great Kel, it was a Kel Gadol, because 600,000 Jewish men, and in addition, also the women, heard this Kel. So it seems like over, that over here, Rashi is coming to explain the meaning of the word Vaishma es Hakel, that it's the Kel. And Rashi is telling us it's the known Kel, the one by Sinai, which was a Kel Gadol, it was a great Kel, and not a Kel Namach, it wasn't a low Kel. And there are four questions here. The first question is in the Pasuk it says Vaishma es Hakel, and then afterwards it says Vayedaber Elov. And so why does Rashi switch the order of explaining these words? That first he explains the words Vayedaber Elov. And only afterwards does he explain the words, Vayishma Sakel, which appear first. The second question is, from this that Rashi writes on Vayishma Sakel, that Yochel Kol Namach, you would think that it was a low coil. So it seems that the simple thought that a person is going to have is that it's a quiet voice. And therefore Rashi says, you would think 
it's a quiet voice, and the Pasuk is coming to tell us and inform us that no, it's Vayishma Es HaKel, it's the Kel, it's the one that spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu by Harsinai, which was not a Kel Namuch, but rather it was a Kel Gadol, it was a great Kel. And the question over here is, why would we say, without any additional information, that it's that it was a Kel Namuch, it was a low Kel, and not, at the very least, a regular Kel, a regular voice? The third question is, in order to answer the question at the beginning of Rashi, Yochel Kol Namach, you would think that it's that it was a Kol Namach, a low Kol, it's enough to just say, Talmud Lamer, the Pasuk tells us, Es HaKol, it's the Kol, Hu HaKol, Shenidbar Imei Sinai. it's the Kol that spoke to him by Sinai. And so why does Rashi have to add over here and say, that when it reached, when this Kol reached the entrance, the opening, it stopped, and and it didn't go outside of the oil. Why does Rashi say this here? It doesn't seem to be relevant to this teaching of Rashi. And the fourth question is, why does Rashi also quote from the Pasuk the words, Vayishma'es? He's seemingly only coming to explain to us the word Hakel. Which curl is it? It's not a curl namuch, but rather it's a curl gadol. So why does he also quote the words vayishma es? So now we're going to go straight into answering the questions, and we're going to begin by answering questions one, two, and four. So after, and we'll see how that's a key word over here. After Rashi explains that the words vayidaber elof teach us lemaytes adibris to exclude Aaron, that Aaron did not hear the dibris, meaning that Aaron, even when he was in the oil mayad, didn't hear the dibris. So the logical thought is to say that the reason Aaron didn't hear the dibris, even though he was in the oil mayad with Meish Rabbeinu, was because of a natural reason. And that would be that the curl was low, and therefore Moshe, who was very strong, as it says, where Moshe Rabbeinu helped the daughters of Terach, who were being bothered by all the shepherds. So we see that Moshe was very strong. So we could say that the curl was low, and therefore Moshe, who was very strong, we could say that all of his natural senses were strong, even compared to Aaron. And he heard the curl and not Aaron. And according to this, it would be understood the emphasis in the Pasuk of saying, The Pasuk mentions how Moshe heard the curl. It doesn't just speak about how Hashem spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu, but also how Moshe heard the curl. So it connects the Dibber to the hearing of Moshe. Because the reason the Dibber was Elov was because only Moshe was able to hear the curl and not Aaron. So it's important to mention because the curl was heard by Moshe Rabbeinu because of his vayishma, because of his of his hearing, and this is the intent of Rashi when he says Yochel Kol Namuch. Rashi is coming to address this thought of ours that it was probably a Kol Namuch. So we're, with that, we're answering questions one and two. Why does this Rashi come after the the Rashi on Vaydaber Elov? Because it's after Vaydaber Elov that a person would think this that it's a Kol Namuch. It also answers question number two. Why would we think it's a Kol Namuch? Because that would be the explanation for why Moshe Rabbeinu heard the Kol and not Aaron. So this is the intent of Rashi when he says Yochel Kol Namuch after he explains Vaydaber Elov. Specifically after we know that Vaydaber Elov teaches us Lemaitas Aaron Adibris. So then there's a thought to say the Kol was low, and Aaron wasn't able to hear it. 
And Rashi teaches us, Talmud Lamer, the Pasuk says, Es hakel hu hakel shenidbar That it was not a kel namach, it was a kel gadol. And therefore, the reason Aaron didn't hear the kel wasn't because of a natural reason, because it was a very loud kel, but rather it was through a miracle that only Moshe heard it. And Aaron did not hear it, even though it was a kel gadol. And the emphasis in the Pasuk of saying Vayishma Sakel, it speaks about Vayishma, about Moshe Rabbeinu's hearing, is that there's a Chiddush that only Moshe was able to hear it. So that's why Rashi, this answers our fourth question. Why does Rashi quote the words Vayishma S? Because the Kel being heard by Moshe was connected to something out of the ordinary, that Moshe was able to hear it. It was connected to the Vayishma of Moshe, that he was able to hear it through a miracle, that it was him being able to hear it, and not Aaron, even though it was a very loud curl, there was a special miracle that occurred that only Moshe should hear the curl, and not Aaron. Now we're going to move on and answer the third question of why does Rashi speak about how the curl stopped by the entrance, the opening of the oil moed. So however, according to this, what we just explained, the question arises. It makes sense if the curl was low, or at the least, if it wasn't so great, so it's understood why Moshe had to enter the oil moed to hear it, because it was low, or it wasn't such a great curl, so he had to go in to hear it. However, since it was hakel shenidbar imay besinai, it was a curl gadol, so, so by the nature of this curl, it can be heard even from a distance, even outside the oil moed. And still, it would only be heard by Moshe. Just like in the oil moed, it wasn't heard by Aaron through a miracle. So also outside of the oil moed, it would only be heard by Moshe. And if so, why did Moshe have to come to the oil moed to hear the kail? And to answer this question that arises after the explanation that it's that who akel shenidbar imav Sinai, after Rashi tells us it's the kail gadol of Sinai, then Rashi has to say in order to answer this question. That when the kel came to the opening of the oil mayid, it stopped and it didn't go outside of the oil mayid. Meaning that by the nature of the kel, it was able to be heard also outside of the oil mayid. And it's just that through a miracle, it stopped and didn't go outside of the oil mayid. And therefore, Moshe had to come into the oil mayid to hear the kel. And so there were two miracles here. Number one, that only Moshe Rabbeinu was able to hear it, even though it was a kel gadol, and Aaron was inside the oil moed with him. And number two, that despite it being a kel gadol, it stopped by the opening of the kel of the oil moed, and it didn't go further. Now we're going to move on to the Yenish Altera and the Hira from Rashi. So from the Yenish Altera and Rashi, Lechera, this itself needs an explanation. Since naturally this kel should have been heard outside of the oil moed, so why did it stop when it reached the Pesach, the opening? And because of that, Moshe had to enter the oil moed when Hashem spoke to him. And especially since this happened through a special miracle to stop the kel. And we know that Hashem doesn't do a miracle for nothing. So the explanation for this on a deeper level is understood in what Rashi writes, By the kel the kel by Harsinai, we also find this idea of a hefsek. But it's just that it wasn't in space, but rather in time. And that is that after Matan Terah, there was a hefsek in the curl of Matan Terah. And like Rashi explains on the words, Bim that after the blowing of the shayfer, then the holiness will be lifted from the mountain. Rashi says, kol After the long sound of the shayfer, so who simen siluk shechina, that's a sign, indication of the Shekhinah leaving, and the end of the curl, and then the people could go onto the mountain. 
So we see that it didn't continue afterwards. And just like the reason the curl of Matan Terah stopped is understood, and that is because if it continued even after Matan Terah, it would negate the whole idea of Avedah, which depends on, free, on the free choice of Yidin. Why would it take away the free choice of Yidin? Because with the revelation of the Kol Gadol of Anaychi Avaya Lekacha, there's no place for free choice. So the same is true by the stopping of the curl in the oil Mayid, which is the very same curl. It's the curl Shenid Bar Imay If this curl would come into the world in space in a permanent way, by Harsina we're talking about in time, here in space, if it would have been in the world, if it would enter the world, also outside of the oil Mayid, then the whole world would have become an oil Mayid and there wouldn't be any free choice. And furthermore, until now we spoke about the existence of Aveda and free choice now we're pointing out that the whole reason Hashem created the world was because he wanted a dira b'tachtainim specifically in tachtainim meaning specifically in such a tachtin that from its place from its perspective it doesn't have the revelation of the krel of Hashem and over there we should draw down and reveal the krel of Hashem and it should be done through the Aveda of a person and so that's why the curl couldn't continue, because then it would take away from the world being a tachtan, from the world being in a place and a perspective that it doesn't have the revelation of the curl of Hashem. And it would also take away from our Veda, which is what Hashem wants. He wants it to be through our Veda that we make a dira bitachtanim. So there should be a Veda and there should be a tachtan. And if this curl went outside of the El there would be no Aveda, because there's no free choice when you see the truth that's revealed of Anei Chavayalekacha, and there would be no Tachten. And now we move on to the Hayra, and from here we have a Hayra, a lesson to each and every one. A person shouldn't say, it's enough for me, my Aveda, in the Oyal Mayad, in the Oyal Ashel Teira, in the Tent of Teira, to unite with the Kail of Hashem. And what do I need to do with everything outside of the oil Mayed? My guf, my nefesh Bahamas, and my chilek ba'ilam. What do I have to deal with my body, my animal soul, my portion in the world? A person shouldn't say that I don't need any of that. And for me it's enough to just be in the oil Mayed, in the oil Ashal Torah, with the Kerl of Hashem. Because the main avayd of a person of a person isn't in the oil Mayed itself. Even though everyone has from the level of Moshe who was in the oil Mayed. But that's not our main Avedah. But rather the main Avedah of a Yid is Lamer, like in the Saras Adibris. Vaidabar, Hashem spoke the Saras Adibris, Lamer, that a person should should do this Lamer, which means, even though all Yidim were there, what does it mean to say Lamer to others? It means Lamer in the whole world. A person should bring into the whole world what they heard in the oil Mayed, in the place of holiness, and to make the whole world a dira umishkan layiz barakh.